Hey, history fans, here's a rerun for today, brought to you by Tracy V. Wilson. We hope it makes previous episodes for this date easier to find in the feed. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's November 23rd. The St. John's slave insurrection began on this day in 1733, making it one of the first of many slave insurrections in the Caribbean. Denmark had colonized the island of St. John in 1718. Unlike other European colonies in the Caribbean, the main purpose was the very lucrative sugar industry— This industry was also brutal and dangerous in terms of its working conditions, and it was devastating both to the enslaved African workforce and to the island's indigenous peoples. Although by the time the Danish colonized St. John, there weren't any indigenous people known to be living there due to earlier activity on the island. By 1733, there were more than a thousand enslaved Africans on the island of St. John, working on more than a hundred plantations that grew sugar, cotton, and other crops. The months leading up to this insurrection had been particularly difficult. The island had been struck by a drought, and then two hurricanes had followed during the summer, which destroyed a lot of the crops that had managed to survive that drought. There was also an insect plague. And like most of the other islands where chattel slavery was being practiced, St. John had an enslaved population that vastly outnumbered the white population. And it also had an increasing population of people known as maroons. These were enslaved people who escaped into uncultivated parts of the island and made their homes there. A slave code was passed in 1733 that was extremely strict, and it was meant to cut down on how many people were able to do this There were severe punishments for escaping or even thinking about escaping. As was usually the case, the people enslaved on St. John were from a number of different African tribes and nations, all of them with their own histories and languages and cultures. The people who launched this insurrection were Aquamus from what's now Ghana, and all of the people who participated in the insurrection were all part of this particular group. Their goal wasn't to liberate the entire island, though. It was to take power from the Danish. So on the night of November 23rd, they gained access to the fort at Coral Bay by delivering firewood. But concealed in these bundles of wood were cane knives. They used these knives to kill most of the soldiers on duty, many of whom were asleep. And they fired a cannon as a signal for the wider insurrection to begin. They also used drum signals to communicate during this as well. Over the next six months, about a quarter of the island's entire population was killed, including many other enslaved people who resisted. The Aquamus primarily fought with knives, and they also damaged and destroyed the island's plantations. Denmark sought help from other nations to try to put down this insurrection, including Britain and France, who also had colonies and forces nearby. After a major defeat of the Aquamu force in May of the following year, the Danish force regained control of the island in August. The European forces slaughtered the rebelling Africans, some of whom took their own lives rather than being captured or killed. 
Although the damage was extensive, the plantations were very quickly rebuilt, and within a few years, St. John had an even larger enslaved population than it had had before. Denmark abolished slavery in its Caribbean colonies in 1848, and St. John is now United States territory, having been sold to the United States along with the islands of St. Croix and St. Thomas in 1917. Today, they are the U.S. Virgin Islands although the island's residents do not have the right to vote for president or members of Congress. Thanks to Christopher Hasiotis for his research work on today's episode and to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on the show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. You can tune in tomorrow for a famous disappearance with a lot of money. 